podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. One Only chance in my team like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mugger. This evening, I'm joined by two of the Mugger Generals. I guess we'll call you guys Mugger Generals. Uh, Timmy, how you doing, mate? All good, my bro. We've been cushy around here. Yeah, obviously, they can't Timmy, see the ring light in now. You can't see this. Come on. That's looking shiny and that. Come uh, on. That's nice trimming that. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, we've got Stevie with no ring light. How you doing, mate? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I just booked in my trim this Friday, innit? So we're, we're lining yeah, up the world. We know how you get. We know how you get down. Um, for <laughs> those of you who are listening, if you're not already signed up to our Discord community, what are you doing? Make sure you sign up. The Discord watch alongs, not just for our games, but all the games we have going on, are hilarious. Uh, you get some insight. You get some jokes. Really building our community. Uh, if you're somebody who prefers the visual stuff, let us know. One person asked last week, could we make the pod vid- visual and post it on the YouTube? I just don't bother because it's like time time consuming and we don't get that many views. But if that's what you want, yeah, drop us a message. You've got our Twitter account. It's at TLF underscore Mugger. Um, if you haven't already signed up for the Patreon, sign up for the Patreon. We've got months and months of archived uh, content with more content to come. Um, with all that being said, with all the business being put to a side, uh, let's, let's get into it. So uh, yesterday's game. Uh, after Oli promised, there's one thing I can guarantee you: this game won't finish nil nil. Uh, what's what's gone on and happened? The game finished nil nil. Um, probably the most boring game Leeds have played all season, uh, and and we were involved naturally. 
And I'll come to you first, Timmy. Um, what were your thoughts going in? Because obviously, 21 and 21 is dead. We knew that. But mathematically, we were there and thereabouts. And what were your thoughts going into the game? And then what were your thoughts on the performance? Um, to be honest, um, my 21 and 21 was kind of half-hearted. Like, ever since City um, lost to Leeds, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe. But, like, in my head, I knew um, it was all about securing second place for me. That was the most important. Um, or it, It's all about securing second place for me. That's what's most important. So um, I went into the game thinking that I would take a draw. Um, Leeds are a good side, um, as they've shown this season. They've taken points off Liverpool, City, Arsenal, Chelsea. I think they've taken points off Leicester as well. So um, all the all the big teams like Leeds have taken points off. I knew it was going to be a potential banana skin. Um, if you'd offered me a point at the beginning of the game, I would have taken it just because um, it's just a, a step closer to um, top four in Champions League. Uh, I saw the lineup and that. I was a bit disappointed to not see Cavani start. I was disappointed to see James start and um, I don't know, man. I think I'll go as far as saying that that guy cost us the game because he was he was dreadful, man. He was awful. Like, oh, man, I don't even know how he still got a job playing for, for United. I don't know. But um, on the whole, man, boring game, to be honest with you. So boring, like, so boring. Yesterday was so boring for ball, like, apart from, obviously, the Burnley game. Even the final was boring. Um, not really too much to say, man. The point is good. One step closer to uh, Champions League football. Um, I think we've got Liverpool this weekend, so roll on Liverpool. If we can beat them, then, yeah, it's secured. Calm. Um, how about you, Stevie? What were your thoughts watching the game? I know you didn't watch the um, Yeah, it's funny. Like I came into it and I think the first thing I heard Jamie Carragher say was, this is a terrible match. Of football, um, and it and it looked it, it looked it, it just looked like two teams great, who great prob- for the Super League, in it, right? <laughs> it just looked like two teams who were perhaps gone on holiday, maybe one or two weeks, um, a bit too early. I don't think there's massive amounts to play for. I know theor- theoretically we're still playing for second, but in all likelihood, it looks like we're going to get that. Leeds have had. Um, a pretty good season. And and to be fair, they turned up from a defensive standpoint. Um, in the reverse fixture, we got, I think it was two really early goals, um, which meant that Leeds had to come on to us and sort of played into our hands for the rest of that match, which is why I think we saw um, such a good performance. But um, the reverse happened yesterday where um, Leeds defensively, their shape was was quite good. They denied us um, space in behind, which is what we sort of thrive on. Um, and the thing with United is if we don't get an early goal, we tend to struggle for a goal until the opponent comes comes onto us and scores, at which point we seem, seem to sort of turn the whole game on. Neither of the two happened. And so I'm not surprised um, it, was, it was a draw considering we didn't score early. Um, I think that's the seventh nil-nil draw we've had this season, something crazy like that, which, of course, is more than um, any other opponent. So, yeah, I mean, we're struggling for goals. Bruno's also struggling from goals in open play, out of open play. Um, And we've got the Europa League coming up 
soon as well. So it's crunch time again. Um, let's hope it's not Groundhog Day like last season, bro. Yeah, let, let's talk about certain players, certain players you guys have, have mentioned. Um, let, let's start with Bruno. <laughs> I pulled his name out of a hat there randomly. Boy, so, um, yeah. <laughs> man needs to start answering for their crimes. So you guys, know, you, you guys I, I won again. <laughs> you guys know me. You guys know how I felt. I felt this way when he was scoring. Um, mm. I'm noticing the the conversation around Bruno starting to tilt. I don't know if you've noticed it too, Stevie. People are now asking, what does he do outside of goals? People are now noticing his sloppiness, his poor technical execution. Um, when he's playing like this, what use is he t- to the team, to the franchise, to the vision? Um, well, when Fred, Fred the Red's not there to sort of boost our performances, <laughs> he's a bit like a mascot, isn't he, um, Bruno? That's all he's doing. He's shouting... And he's screaming um, and being enthusiastic. He's not doing um, much else. It kind of reminds me a bit of um, of Deli Ali um, a few seasons ago when he was early in his Tottenham career, and he was scoring at quite an unsustainable rate. And as soon as the goals dried up, people started questioning, "What does this guy actually bring to the team?" Um, and it's the same for Bruno. I think in reality. Most people know that Bruno doesn't contribute huge amounts to the game. And even me, who's like a big fan of his, knows that if he's not scoring, he's not contributing. But I think it's when the commentators probably realise, um, like, a whole season late that when he's not contributing goals or assists, he's not doing much. Um, I think it starts to get a bit more media attention and the eyes are a bit more focused on him. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he played particularly worse than anyone else yesterday but I just think he's not um, he's not affecting games and that's what we paid the money for him to do so hopefully he finds his form he has played more minutes than than your average um, attacking midfielder so I'm not going to be too critical on him because I know you two will be so yeah man no man. <laughs> no, yeah, man, I, no I'm happy to come over to you to me no nah, you go bro you got me. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't really, he wants it honestly, first. <laughs> honestly, bro, I'm like you, man. Honestly, with Bruno, it's like, yeah, like I, I, I've spoken about him so much this season. And to be honest with you, mm. I think I've come around the other end where it's just like, whatever, man. Like, you're not a footballer. Yeah. Like, you do what you do. Um, and I've just accepted him for who he is. Like, the, 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 his goal, um, goal scoring, his uh, final passes, they've won us quite a few points this season. So I'll give him his dues for that. But what more is there to me for me to say about Bruno that I haven't already said? Really, mm. we've got a Patreon piece on it, quarter of agenda. I'm tired, bro. I'm absolutely tired mm. of the guy, man. Like we're not, like I said, we're not going anywhere. We're not going to succeed. We're not going to win anything big with that guy being a key player in our team. His play is just, his play, his play is just not sustainable for what is required at the highest level. Get that guy in the Super League. We're finishing very close to the bottom. Big games, big games, week in, big games, week in, week out. Are you nuts? That guy's the player for us in the Super League would just be absolutely an absolute anarchy. Um, yeah, what can you say? I agree with you. He wasn't the worst of the bad bunch, but we always hold our best players to higher standards, no? Yeah, uh, and, that, and that, being, and that being considered in the context of that, it just, it just isn't good enough. Oli's ran him into the ground for sure. I don't know where it goes with Bruno now. Like um, a few months ago, I took on a bet with um Aka. Uh, I said the attack isn't very good. Uh, it was like a, a week after the 9-0 against Southampton. We just won that. I said, listen, man, it was against 10 men. But when you look at our games and you look at our performances, we don't have a particular... 
We don't have a particular pattern of play which leads to us creating the same chances again and again and again. That is indicative of a side that has a particular style and uh, something that's been drilled into them by the coach. They're creating the same situations again and again and it's all repetition and they're essentially scoring very similar goals regularly throughout the season. Our goals, I feel like they come out of just nowhere. Like consistently yeah. just come out of nowhere. Sometimes it's Luke Shaw creating chances. Sometimes it's Pogba. Sometimes it's Bruno. Sometimes it's Rashford making an off the ball run. Greenwood's been chipping in with a few goals recently as well. And it's just vibes, man. It's just vibes. And that's interesting to me because Oli made some comments last week about knowing what his strengths are. He, he's very much into the man management side of things, he said. Um, and in terms of the coaching, uh, that's left to Michael Carrick, uh, McKenna, and Darren Fletcher. Um, so then. The question begs to be asked, what are they doing? What the hell are they doing? Because when I watch that team, I really don't know what is going on on the pitch. And yeah. It's a false image, man. I, I will stand by that for the whole season. It's a false image. Yeah, you look at Carrick and, and Fletcher too, obviously, they were... Um... They were managed and probably their biggest influence was, was, was Fergie. And obviously Fergie was amazing and whatnot. But um, football's kind of moved on since then. And so I, I don't know if they're the coaches to kind of bring in and 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 instill these sort of patterns of play into these players because they never played under it themselves. And I guess Fletcher, I don't know what he's kind of done behind the scenes, but I don't know how much time Carrick's actually had to go and, and learn the ropes himself. He kind of straight went from being a player at United to being a coach at United. So boy, yeah, there's 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 a lot to be seen in terms of in terms of patterns of play and, and instructing players in, in different positions. Um it seems Ollie's comfortable with going with this vibes thing and and trusting the players to to rely on their individual brilliance. Um but clearly we need some sort of plan or fail safe like I wouldn't even ma- mind if that was a plan A if we had a plan B um, but there is no plan B mm. Agreed what are your thoughts to me? Um, yeah, it's pretty much the same thing really I know uh, Carrick is new to this whole coaching thing I think Fletcher is also pretty new to it so um, I mean I don't want to say give them time but they're not well they haven't served like their purpose, so to speak. They haven't been in the in the coaching world long enough. So maybe it's just um Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A point that we should just give them a little bit more time. So you just see what happens arises on the training pitch, like long term. Obviously, Ollie said that he doesn't handle that side of things, and I'm glad he said that because he knows what his strengths are. The problem is, as um United, as a as a as an organization. They love to put on past players, and sometimes that mm. just might not be. <clears throat> sometimes that just might not be the right thing to do. Like, why don't you just go out and get a coach that you know can coach, that you know will teach the te- the team a, a certain style of play? Because right you now, think, you think they, you think they know who these people are? Like any good team. 
Hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com BlueWire. Indeed.com slash blue wire offer valid through June 30th terms and conditions apply. I mean, I'm surely they know who can and can't coach. Like in the footballing world, do you know what I mean? Like everybody knows that, um, um, uh, what's the, the gaffer's name? Leeds gaffer. Bielsa. Bielsa. Everybody knows Bielsa and his staff all can coach. You understand what I'm trying to say? And at the same time, we're still a big club like United. Why can't we start poaching coaches? We're talking about getting the best players. Why can't we get the best coaches? Because if mm. Oli knows he cannot coach, which he's clearly said, man management, by the way, he's up there. He's a quality man manager. I think he's a quality man manager. He knows he's not coach. Sure. All right. but also- get me some good coaches. Yeah, don't wait but also, for to, to get sick. Don't wait for McKenna to get sick. Put them in the background. We need we want good coaches now. He um like even though he doesn't do the coaching thing, he must set the tone from the top in terms of what he wants to see from the really? players on the pitch. So yeah, he he might be kind of passing on that ownership of how effectively the coaches are coaching, but in terms of what he wants to see stylistically on the pitch, like that is still it must still surely be his responsibility. So he, he can't be um, devoid of all blame. Agreed, agreed. Another player I want to talk about um, is Marcus Rashford. Um, Oli made some comments before the game about um, him asking Rashford how he was doing, Did, has, didn't hear any complaints. They got him out on the Astro in trainers and his, his toes were fine, I think is what he said. <laughs> um, something along those lines. Um, and essentially, what I saw was a subdued performance from Rashford, who's clearly far off 100% uh, at, at this point. If we're looking at things from a position that top four is secured, uh, and yes, we've got the Europa League to fight for, um, what are your thoughts on, on what I consider running Rashford into the into the ground, which could be to the detriment of, of his career? Um, I'd agree with you, man. He's playing way too much. The problem is, if anyone can fuck up top four now, it's us. <laughs> so we actually can't afford for him to not play. If Martial was, um, if Martial wasn't injured, then yeah, I could, I could see um, him playing off the left and Rashford, you know, resting a little bit and just playing in Europa League when we really need him. But, um, bro. This team could easily go on a three-game stretch where we don't win one game, and then all of a sudden Chelsea have won three in a row. Chelsea win three in a row, or Leicester win three in a row, and then all of a sudden we're fighting staying top four. So I think he has to play. Um, The standard 
the drop off if he's not there is just way too much. Like Martial not playing, the drop off's not too bad. Like in fact, some will even say that we we are better <laughs> with um, Cavani up front or um, Greenwood up front. If if he was around and he was playing in place of Rashford, I'd hear it. But if Rashford doesn't play, then James plays every single game. And I'm sorry. I think Oli now knows he can't play again. Do you know what I mean? So, unfortunately, we have to bite the bullet with him. I like what he's been doing the past three, four games. He's just taken him off when we've either been comfortable or um, he's been ineffective. So, just carry on doing that, I guess. Get Build a two-goal lead on Thursday. Take him off after 60 minutes. Let him rest and then repeat against Liverpool. If the game's out of sight, take him off. If he's ineffective, take him off. If we're comfortable, take him off. I don't think we can keep playing him. Uh, I don't think we can play him 90 minutes uh, for the rest of the season because he's also got Euros to think about as well. Man. Agreed, agreed. I don't know if you had any any different thoughts, Stevie. Um, no, just to add that, if like the two danger men in our team are Fernandes and Rashford, Fernandes isn't firing at the minute. So if you take off Rashford as well, I mean... I, I can't see where the goals are going to come from also. And it's a wider problem as well. Also, um, it's Ramadan as well. So we've got Pogba fasting as well. So we know we're not going to get anything um, like the um, the performance we could see from Pogba. I mean, he might be able to pull something out of the back, but he's not going to be in optimum um, condition. So really, we've got our best three players and the ones who can conjure up magic probably not playing it's not even probably they're not playing at the top of their game they probably won't be um until next season either so yeah it's, it's a thing where we're 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 stuck in a catch-22 Rashford Rashford plays he's not playing well because he's not at top level Rashford doesn't play we don't play well because we're not at top level so mm. ultimately he kind of has to play and just hope we can conjure up some magic cool cool um, I wanted to ask about another player who we've been very quick, well, not, I won't say quick to, but we've been very vocal about our criticisms and I thought maybe uh, just to see what you guys have thought about his performances over the last few months. The captain, Harry Maguire. Uh, you've, got a, you've got a bit of a chatter on the old interweb about his consistency over the last couple of months. And, you know, we've been super vocal about how trash he is. Uh, our, our defensive record has improved over the last few months and uh, where we went to a team that was conceding goals every single game we've definitely um stopped the flow um, and i just wanted to get your thoughts on harry Maguire's performances over the last couple of months i'll come to you uh stevie have you noticed anything in particular that have resulted in this improved uh form from him or do you think it's all bs um what i would say is i think as a team we've been defending better as a whole I think at the start of the season, um, Maguire was making more errors than he usually makes. Normally, we know he has an error in him, but at the start of the season, he was playing uncharacteristically poor. Um, now, I don't really have a huge amount of complaints, but also, I don't know how many games we've played where we've been um, we've been absolutely battered. I think if we were in the Champions League and still playing against sides where you know they have a potent attack um, and a potent strike force, then we might see his deficiencies being um, 
being uncovered again. But fair play, you can only play against the um, the people and the team that's put out in front of you. And against them, he's been he's been pretty capable. I'm still not seeing an 80 million defender, but what I'm potentially seeing is somebody who I could be comfortable with starting a large proportion of games. However, that being said, um, it comes back to your Bruno point, in it? Like, Bruno is good to a certain level. Is he going to be the guy to take us to titles? Question mark. I think the same question mark hangs over Harry Maguire. And he's one of those players who will play well for a while and then he'll remind you in a game or so later exactly why you hated him to begin with. <laughs> yeah, he, p- he picked up a book in that uh, point <laughs> in the game. He didn't want it. You are who you are, man. Uh, TV, obviously, you're, you've been one of his biggest detractors. Um, I don't know uh, your thoughts on his form over the last few months. Uh, if you want um, to make a comment, that's fine. I ain't really got too much to say about him. He's been all right. Um, but we've been comfortable. So when when we weren't comfortable, um, last week against Burnley, he got dunked on twice. People seem to forget that. It's funny because people are saying that he had a good game. But listen, you can be a defender and do nothing wrong for the whole game. And then in the 90th minute, you let the ball roll under your foot and and the strikers now win one-on-one and scores. Like, that means you've had a poor game. I don't care if you've done nothing wrong for the whole game. That's harsh. You, that's make, harsh. Bro, you make one mistake that costs you the game. As a centre-back, you've not had a good game. You've not had a good game. I'm sorry. Because you need to be concentrating for the whole game. It's the same with keepers. The only, the only position where you can semi-get away with it is a striker. Because a striker can miss loads of chances, but his build-up play was sick. He was all over the place. He was bullying the defenders, this and that, this and that. And, and, and you can let it off. I'm sorry, as a defender, right, if you're, if you're at fault for a goal, your, um, your performance is capped. Yeah, so his I would, performance, His performance was capped. What I would say, though, yeah, just to play devil's advocate on Maguire's, I think... I think a lot of is made of Van Dijk's like um, impact at Liverpool, and he is really—I don't mean a generational defender in terms of um, in terms of the level he's playing at, but in terms of in comparison with his peers, um, he's playing at a generational level. I think if you look at the rest of the centre backs in and around the world, I see a lot of them make mistakes. Like people be talking up. Fofana at Leicester. I see him make howlers every week. Gabriel. Fofana's a young defender, though. And I'm I'm not sure sure he makes errors to the same level that Maguire makes errors. Nowhere near the same level. And I say the same. I'm not saying you can't can't make errors, but I'm talking Mm. about game-changing errors. Like, a defender can miss a tackle or a defender can miss a header. But listen, when you're one-on-one with someone, you're supposed to be a strong... A tall, strong, commanding centre back. You do not let flipping Tarkovsky or who was it, Wood or whoever it was. You do not let them do what they done to you. You don't allow it. I'm sorry. The best centre backs. Was Sergio Ramos ever allowed that? No. But Sergio, but Sergio Ramos. Down. Bro, I tell you what. I'd rather you give away a penalty. The, the thing I with Sergio Ramos is he has he has his clear deficiencies as a centre back as well. Like he's in that mode of defenders that we see. Well, like, bro, you know what? Yeah, you say that about Sergio. Get, 
he doesn't get moved to like a little bitch. Do you know what? Do you so know what? We've seen this with Maguire all too many times. And do you know what I say as well? Yeah, half of the reason why Sergio Ramos has the deficiencies is nobody else is asked to do the job, the aggressive front. Or all, all Van Dyke does for the most part is jockey. You know, jockey, 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 mm -hmm. jockey. Build you into an area yeah. where you're crowded, yeah. and then come in. Ramos is front foot, come out, leave 30 yeah. yards of space. How yeah. many defenders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Like, Ramos is on you, bro. Yeah. Leave 30 you know yards I mean? of space behind him. It's, 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 you can question it, but yeah, I wouldn't put Maguire anywhere in the... Don't hey, even hey, hey, no, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> 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 okay, so, so you're giving Maguire a bit of credit. Okay, I want to speak about another player, not in the team at the moment, who we discussed in the Mugga chat, um, Amar Diallo. So, just to give the listeners a bit of perspective, we were discussing Diallo not really playing very much for the first team. Uh, certain people, <clears throat> Stevie, of the opinion, it's not a big deal. I, I disagree. I, I feel like when you have the likes of Dan James getting consistent minutes, we've, we've signed Diallo with a big price tag, and furthermore, we want to know what we've got. I think this is the perfect time for us to play him because these games, there's not so much in them. The, the, why is he not starting against Granada 2-0 up when we're playing at home? Um, I think he's a player. I want to see what he's got. He played against um, AC Milan. Who did he score against? Was it AC? Yeah. Yeah. He scored against AC Milan coming from the bench. Obviously, um, he's, there's a familiarity there because he, he came from Syria. But for you, I'll start with you, Timmy. Then we'll come over to you, um, Stevie. What are your thoughts on how little... Diallo's been used by Oli since he's come in. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Uh, I did say um, when we were speaking about him before he joined that um, what would it be like for him coming into the team? And it's it's been pretty much as as I expected. Um, garbage minutes here and there. Um, not really integrating with the first team like that, although he has been on the bench for a number of games. Um, not really integrated with the first team like that. And um, yeah, man, uh, I think next season is his time. I think this season, Oli's got his his first team squad that unfortunately Dan James is also a part of. So um, you know, he's got a he's he's hiring he's hiring the ranks at the moment. Uh we're still looking into um Diallo, which is why he's been playing with the under 23s a lot. And um, I expect him to fully push push um Dan James out of the reckoning at the start of next season. However, um, I think, Oli, this is where you use a little bit of, like, your common sense. And it's quite clear that Diallo is a much better player than than um, Daniel James. So he should be getting, he should be getting a lot more opportunities than he is. But um, I'm not, I'm not worried I just think it's like the integration period that you need as a player coming from abroad. Leicester um, losing one nil. Leicester losing one nil to Crystal Palace. Are they? Hmm. Mm. Have to go check them odds, boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, but yeah, man, I'm not surprised. I'm not disappointed either. I think that Diallo is going to be fine. Um, next season is pretty much his time to shine. Cool. Uh, come over to you, Stevie. Yeah, I think um, in the case of Diallo, I think it's just clear he's not ready. That's my personal opinion. Of it. I don't know that. about not ready. What's that based on, I, brother? So based on based on the minutes that I've seen from him. So first of all, if you look at Diallo, 
Diallo came with a lot of hype and and us being United fans, we get gassed. We watch YouTube comps and it's like, this guy's a baller. But really, he made four appearances at Atalanta. Do you know what I mean? The rest of his appearances were at youth level. He's, what, 18, 19? Um, he's extremely lightweight. And I've seen that from the games he's played for us, even in the Europa League, where I'd expect, because we're playing teams on the continent, a little less physicality required. When he gets on the ball, as soon as a defender gets near to him, he struggles to 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 match up his body against theirs and, and he's easily brushed off the ball. So um, from a physical standpoint, I just don't think he's ready quite yet for the rigours of the Premier League. Um, I think the under-23s is a decent level for him to learn that. And I, I think the key with me is I don't think there's um, an urgency to bring him into the side. Yes, um, yes, Daniel James is is crap, but um, at the same time, we've been playing Greenwood there before yesterday. I think Greenwood had four and five, so Greenwood was doing a job. Um, in the Europa League, we've been pretty comfortable playing Dan James in the Europa League. I know he has not been outstanding, but um, we've been comfortable with him in. So there hasn't been a crying need to play Diallo, and I think with youngsters... I want to be you entertained, bro. I, I want to watch my team and enjoy watching my okay, team. Okay, but bro, from, from in the games that Diallo need. has played, in the games that Diallo has played, you, you've seen him, right? He's not entertained. Let's yeah, face he, it, he, he had the moment he's against... Got, he's got a bit minutes here and there. He's got a goal against AC Milan. That was entertaining, I'll tell you that. Nah, I that, that was entertaining, but it wasn't what you'd expect from Diallo, right? Yeah, so I just there's, think... no doubt he's a, there's no doubt he's a youth player and, and the burst and technique that we see that he's able to, to mm. use at, at, at the lower levels will take adjusting to, especially when you factor in the physicality in the Premier League as well. But I still want to see him. He has technical quality. He's got a pass in him. He, he gets behind. He makes runs in behind and he can beat players. Now, I want to see think... definitely deserves to be playing more than he's playing now. He's he's one of the best young players in the world. That's that's what we've signed, and that's why he had that price tag on him. And to be fair, I'm with Timmy where I'm not surprised, but I am disappointed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see more of him too, but with the, in this case, I trust I trust Ole. I think he knows what he's doing with Does the young he? players, and I think I think next season we'll see a bit more of him, and we'll see him eased into the side because I think that's what you need to do. I do, I do trust Ole's man managing. I do. I what do, do trust his man managing. Players per se. <laughs> Do you just want me to say I don't trust him? No, no, no. I'm just asking a question. I'm, you, you, of course, um, you're free to have a Yeah, I, yeah. Trust yeah, him, I'm trusting with young players. Okay, cool. No worries. Yeah. That's cool. We'll watch. Like, obviously, I'm not worried for Diallo or nothing, but mm. like, where the attack is starving for creativity and quality, and we've got yeah. an interesting young prospect, it'd be good to see what he can do, but... Yeah, mm -hmm. You know what? I think Ole done really well this season as well. He managed Greenwood really well. Like... All of the stuff that happened um, with him abroad and with Phil Foden um, and him obviously struggling for goals um, this season. I think he's just managed the whole thing pretty well um, without having to make too many headlines of it. And Greenwood's kind of quietly come back into form, obviously, when he was playing well, um, but not scoring. The manager was talking up his performances and it, it just didn't become a situation where it was a problem. Um, so yeah, I think that's one example of where he's, he's shown his, his ability to handle young players well. Mm, one of the best young talents in the world. Not difficult. <laughs> anyway. Mariah, come on, man. Give the guy some credit, man. <laughs> Obviously, you invest in Greenwood. It's a no-brainer, bro. 
Like, it's only <laughs> going to pay off for you in the long run, especially when you've got Martial struggling to look like a footballer. Uh, but anyway, I, I digress. Let's look ahead to Thursday's game against uh, AS Roma. Uh, apparently, they're on a, a run of one win in seven. They lost this weekend as well. To Let me just double-check, was that? Uh, Cagliari, they lost away. Cagliari, um, away, 3-2, yeah. I think. Exactly, exactly that to me. So, looking yeah. ahead, um, what, what are our thoughts on Thursday's game? Firstly, um, I want to hear you guys' starting lineup. Who, who would you like to see start on, on Thursday? And then, once you've given me your starting lineup, what's your prediction for Thursday's game? Uh, DDG and goal. So, we'll have Dave and goal. Um, well, obviously, he's been dropped now, isn't it? So, Dave and goal, Wambisaka right back. Uh, I'll go Tellers left back. I want to see Bailly come in, so it'll probably be Bailly Maguire. Midfield. Um, McTom, Fred, Bruno, and then Rashford, Cavani, Greenwood. No, whoa, 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 Tim. What have you just done there? <laughs> About I could have said that God. at various points, boy. You forgot about six god. Oh my, I should have slapped myself. Sorry. I'll go McTom, six god, um, Bruno, Cavani, uh, Rashford, Greenwood. That would be my team. Cool. Uh, Stevie, quite animated on the sidelines there. Um, what would be your lineup? Yeah, same, but I'm having Shaw instead of um instead of Tellers. I think it's we're it's the only competition we're in at the minute, right? So I think we've got to play our strongest um our strongest eleven. And when we play Tellers, it's like he's got an anchor on him. Like he can't he can't move at all. He just stops and checks back. He plays like like um the Brazilian Brandon Williams, which is shocking because we've got Brandon <laughs> Williams on the bench. Like he stops to check back. Like I've never seen a player on his strong foot, like, stop as if he's going to cut back so much. Just take on your man. He's been he's been only good for um, giving Shaw um, a, a prod. Like, other than that, he's been he's been a pretty poor signing. But, um, yeah, I'd have Cavani starting. I think that's probably where the bulk of our goals is going to come from in the business end of this season. So, I think he'll be key. Um, and then, yeah, I'd continue to... Uh, maybe rest Pogba at the weekends in in terms of not starting games, but um, bringing him on and then I'd start him in the Europa League. You, you, you know we're playing um, Liverpool on Sunday, yeah? Uh, <laughs> we, really, we really need to win that as well, man. We need to put a statement out. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. He just needs to stack up, stack up in the evening on FUBA and, and hope he delivers a big performance in the day. Fair enough. <laughs> Who are you starting? Stack up on food. What? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You know what? I'm like 99% sure. Yeah. It's iftar, isn't it? But I don't want to get my terminology wrong and yeah, then get. I, and I, get, I, I, and get religiously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just, <laughs> I just went for the diplomatic one. Cool. Um, what, I, what I want and what we'll get is probably different. So, yeah, it'll be um, uh, Henderson and goal. Uh, Aaron Wambasaka at right back. Uh, I'll give it uh, Bailly and Maguire at the back, and then obviously Luke Shaw at left back. Uh, midfield trio. Um, it's <laughs> well, there's no point of saying what I want. It's going to be Fred, <laughs> it's going to be Dominic, um, together, and then it's say what you be, want, bro. Uh, I'll, if I wanted, I'd probably go with um, 
if I had to choose, I'd probably go with Matic uh, as our deepest midfielder, and I'd play uh, Pogba with Bruno uh, on the right. We're going to have Greenwood uh, on the left, Rashford, and up top, Cavani. Oh, that at present, it's Italian side, so he, he's done his dirt in that league, and he, he knows the game very well, yeah. so you, you, you trust him to probably notch, get himself a few chances. Um, Listen, we should be beating them. If we don't make it to the final... That's that's shocking. That's damning because yeah, all he needs to get over this hurdle now. Uh, if, yeah, if we're not being we over that, that's poor, poor. Um, but obviously, naturally, there's going to be one eye on that Liverpool game because us beating them that would be the nail in the coffin in their top four race, which would be beautiful. Worst title defense ever. Um, it would be absolutely beautiful yeah. for us. Um, yeah, yeah and, and I'm pretty confident of beating Roma to be honest, home and away. If I, if I'm being honest with you guys, um, so yeah, we'll, there were. They're they're not a great side. I mean, um, it's funny. Like I look at I look at these sides every now and then. You know, like your Villarreal's, your Romas. Mm. When you used to when you used to know like ten players in that team. Yeah. And I look at them now, and like I recognize Smalling and Zeko, and that's it. <laughs> yourself, my brother. Yeah, you you still bang FM though, innit? I I, I can't. Bro, even I don't, speak are you checking for Rome on FM, bro? <laughs> nah, nah, you, you gotta do a, You gotta do a, a quick check of their team. See who you can get on a on a cheap check deal, innit? What? Bro, man, watches games, fam. Watch okay. games, bro. Okay. When That's was the last Roma game you watched? Watch games, bro. Bro, I watched a little bit of their game yesterday. What, like two two minute highlight, yeah. Yeah, not long. I saw that they were using free two in it, bro. Bet three six five. You can watch all these games for free, fam. Like, yeah, listen, we're not yeah, listen, unless, watching they're, these games. unless they're paying yeah. us to me. We we ain't gonna hype up their product, yeah. Uh, ah, well, that's, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> great. So yeah, we're, we're looking confident for Thursday's game. There's a, a few more things I, I wanted to run by you guys uh, this week. So the news come out: Eric Bailly has signed a new contract until June 2024. Um, that was after talks of him. Uh, not looking to sign because he, he wasn't happy with his playing time. Uh, Timmy, what are your immediate thoughts on hearing that Bailly signed a new contract? Um, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy he signed a new contract. I know that it, it's not going to be, it's not going to be something that, you know, we're not going to keep him for any probably longer than two years. If he's not starting next season, then we might keep him an extra season the year after, but ultimately, we're just signing him so that we can get some value when we sell him. Um, unfortunately, he can't stay fit, man. And I do like Bayou a lot, but if you can't stay fit, then there's no use for you. And that's why people love Maguire so much, because he stays fit. He's durable. Um, Bayou's not durable at all. I'm not I'm not unhappy with him signing a new contract. I'm, I'm actually really happy that he did, because I like him a lot. But you just can't rely on him. And if... He gets over the injury, um, the injury hurdle, and we can start relying on him. Then we've got a solid, solid centre back tied down for what another four or five years. I'll be happy with that. Cool. And how about yourself? Uh, yeah, just I think it speaks more to what we're doing elsewhere than than actually by resigning itself in terms of his actual status in the team because. Um, yeah, it just makes me wonder how much are we going to prioritise um, a centre-back in the summer if if Bailly's signing on. Um, I think, to Timmy's point, it's just probably so we don't lose resale value. Um, but it also makes me wonder as well, like, where's Twanzebe's career going at United? I think um, there are a lot of people who were who fans of the guy, but he can't be number four centre-back 
for another season. And if we sign another centre back, he'd be number five. Um, so yeah, where where is his career at United going? He seemed to have a lot of talent. He's not really got a look in this season. So I think that impacts um, his chances greatly. And he'll probably be thinking about what, what his next move is. In terms of Bailly, um, yeah, I really like the profile of, of him as a defender. Um, but if he can't stay fit, you can't be relied upon to, to form a defensive partnership. So he's probably going to stay um, third in the pecking order. Cool. Uh, next thing I want to talk to you guys about is all things Hall of Fame. Today we had our first two inductees in Alan Shearer and Thierry Henry uh, and the conversation that started about the 2021 nominees. So I'm going to read through the list of Manchester United players who are in consideration. And between the three of us, I want us to pick uh, three Manchester United players to enter the, the Hall of Fame next. So uh, United players are David Beckham, Eric Cantona, Andy Cole, Rio Ferdinand, Roy Keane, Paul Scholes, Robin Van Persie, uh, Nemanja Vidic, Peter Schmeichel. Um, I'll start with you, Timmy. From that uh, list, uh, there's, there's a name that's clearly there's a mad omission there, isn't it? Yeah, we, we, we won't <laughs> we don't speak of it. We will not speak of that man. Fuck that man. Um, that man. Timmy, from Should that list, with all that chest hair on him, man. <laughs> from, from, Timmy, from that list I've just given you, who would be your three to, to enter the Hall of Fame next year? Would it is it gonna be my three that I prefer or the three that I think it will be? The three that you prefer. David Beckham. Obviously. Oh, bruv, this is so hard, man. But I just have to put Beckham in there straight away because, because he's my boy in it. So David Beckham, Roy Keane. Oh, bruv. This is so tough, man. Mm. It's out of obviously it's out of Rio and Skulls, isn't it? For my third. Bro, I'm not trying to leave Rio out, but how can I leave Skulls out? Mm. This is tough, man. There's that man you mentioned who you shouldn't have. That's why you're having to make this decision. Bro, you said who I'd prefer. Yeah, yeah, but I'm letting you know why I'm letting you know why you're here. Yeah, <laughs> like, if, bro. If it's who it will be, then obviously it, Beckham won't be one of the wouldn't be one of the three United players. He wouldn't, but it's who I prefer. Beckham's there, Keane's there, and I've got to go. Skulls, man. Okay, cool. Beckham, Keane, and Skulls. The guy reinvented himself too many times to so not put him there. Cool, uh, Stevie. Your three. Yeah, Skulls, um, Skulls, Rio, and Keane for me. Yeah, I think that's the three I'd go with. Skulls, Rio, and Skulls, Rio, and Keane. Um, I think, yeah, all, all speak for themselves. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's six so, players coming in, and you've, you've got other names, just to give you guys a bit more context of the non-United players. Tony Adams, Dennis Burkamp, Sol Campbell, Ashley Cole, Didier Drogba, Les Ferdinand, Robbie Fowler, Steven Gerrard, Frank Lampard, Matt Letizia, Michael Owen, John Terry, Patty Vieira, and Ian Wright. So that is a pretty, pretty stacked list right there. So it'll be interesting to see um, how many players the club that defined the Premier that has defined the Premier League um, gets in that in that list. If um, if gigs weren't a pervert, would that have changed your your free? I think it's very hard. I think it's very hard to to, to keep him out based on his uh, achievements. I don't necessarily think he had standout years where he was like the best player in the league or even the 
five best five. players in the league. Not while I was watching anyway, but when you put together everything you achieved over, what, two decades, it's very hard yeah. to put Premier League Hall of Fame uh, and not put Ryan Giggs in there, to be honest with you. He would have been the first inductee. Yeah, probably. He would have been the first. But I don't know, man. His, highs, his highs weren't as high as Thierry's. But it's not about that, though. <laughs> it's, they'll, it they'll, they'll, they'll give it to him based on longevity as yeah, well. Longevity. Right? Yeah, longevity. That's but how I we think, got the PFA, he, innit? He literally, bro, he's literally been the like yeah he's he missed like the premier league, league. Yeah, like he's, he's number league. one yeah, but number two and um and Henri would have been number three but hall of fames are always about individual individual play and if you're talking about individual accolades i think Henri and Chira would get him before him I think it's, it's not. I it's not an individual. Be. It's not going to be an individual accolade thing. It's Why just not, basically. Because, but that's how all because, the games work. Yeah, but it's bro, that's not how the Premier League Hall yeah, of Fame but, is working. Because Shearer's got one Premier League medal and two hundred and sixty goals. Yes, that's that. individual Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't put that. Oh, you mean? Okay, so he's got two hundred and sixty goals. That's all he's got, right? Yeah, that's literally all he's got, and that's why he's in there. And there have been, hold on, and there have been, there have been countless better Premier League players than him. Yeah, but am I, yeah, am I right? Am I wrong? Yes, but we're talking about his individual achievement. So him, I don't think it's an individual achievement. I don't think, I don't think you could. You yeah, you're not, you're think, not putting yourself in the, and you're not putting yourself in the Hall of Fame based on your individual achievements. That's not why they're in the Hall of Fame. Ross, half the people on that list. Yeah, I think if you just look at his glittering career and the fact that he's British and he's played for the most successful um, British side as well, I think he would have been... What individual uh, genius has Tony Adams had? Been a top Premier League defender for, what, 10 years? Is that an in, um, Ryan Giggs was a top Premier League player for 22 years, bro. Yeah. 22 years. I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll never know, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Unless his lawyer. Have him on the road. Solid, Have him on the road. He's trying to agree to disagree. to disagree. I don't know. When Ryan Giggs stand out periods in his career? When he was Bro, the, we've had no, this I don't want to hear about yeah. the time when you were in primary school. Um, so because <laughs> that's about half that's half of his career from like the year 2001 up until when he retired. What, what was his standout seasons? Fam, how can you just how can you just cut out a half a man's career? Because I can't ju- I can't ask you to give me your opinions based on when you were seven. Why? Because do you know how do you do you do you do you or do you not speak about our Champions League win in '99? Yeah, what I'm talking uh, why? about. You were in primary school. You were in I, primary I, school. I, I watched why it. I watched it. it. I watched the why? game. What? what you watched it when you were eight a, years old? You watched it at eight years old, yeah? That's a false yeah, equivalent. Name me the start eleven. Name me the start eleven. That's pointless. I couldn't name you the starting eleven from a game three years ago. Um a false a false equivalency for you to tell me he was a standout player in the nineties. What what is that based on? Premier League years, Premier League yes, years. Exactly. Based on Premier League years. <laughs> Based on, 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 based
man can't just be man can't just be overst um understating what Ryan Giggs did. Like, in fact, why am I defending this, bro? I'm not fighting for Ryan Giggs. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to lose it and you drew me out. I was going to lose it and you drew I'm, me out. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not fight. I'm not fighting for Ryan Giggs, my guy. I'm what? sorry. Can, can you separate? Sorry. Can you separate the man and the player? I can't. I'm really and sorry. I don't know I which am is not which. fighting for that youth. I can't, I can't. Yeah. How can I? I, I can't, man. I, I can't, no way. Can you, can you, Stevie? Nah, but I mean, his playing seasons were bang average anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think, you know what? Facts. Facts. I'm with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, man. I will never defend that you, bro. Never, ever, ever, ever. ever. He's, a cra- he's a crazy guy, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't even. I'm, 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 I'm stunned to be honest with you. Still stunned. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, um just uh, finish, not too many listeners' questions this week. I think some we've already covered, but I, I'll ask you guys. First question from Shane Dowley, ninety-seven. After a horrible first half of the season defensively, only City and Chelsea have conceded less goals than United in the league. What's the biggest reason for the improvement? Do you think it's a false image? Do you remember that season where um, where we conceded? Um, I think we conceded the second most, sorry, second least in the league under Mourinho, and obviously De Gea was playing out of the skin, out of his skin. Um, it's not quite like that um, this season, but I just think um, we've been lucky in certain games where we haven't conceded um, chances that we've had, and we've also been playing um, with a back six essentially. So Solskjaer's given. Um, the team a lot more protection than than we perhaps should have at the expense of some of our attacking capabilities. So I think to me, when we go up against a side where they have attacking potency, more often than not, um, we see our team make the same defensive errors and the same defensive howlers um, that 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 they usually do. I don't think we're a great defensive side. Um, I guess the the stats would say that, but I'm not a stats man. I'm still from the eye test era. So, are you? Bro? Are you a Bruno fan? Boy. I'm a Bruno fan. I'm a Bruno Boy. fan. You contradicted yourself in, in in two sentences there. That's no, I've told you. Player. I've told you. Bruno I'm, ain't playing I, well, innit? No, I but I mean, Bruno ain't playing even well. Even at, on his best days, he fails <laughs> the eye test. He fails the. Like if we use a player, play on the eye test, bro. Boy, but um, I don't watch Bruno with my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> Painful. Uh, how about yourself, Timmy? Um, uh, do you notice any differences between um the defensive performance from the team in the first half of the season in comparison to the second half? Or are you with Stevie? Yeah, I'm. I'm with Stevie. To be honest with you, I really got too much to say on the defense, but guys think Maguire has been good recently, so. <laughs> I don't know what I'm watching when I watch this team. I swear to you, I don't know what the hell is going on, man. But we're getting results. But I just can't. I can't. You know, it is when you win games. Yeah, when you win games, you're happy in it, and then it 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 clouds it clouds the reality in it. So, boy, just like in in November when we all thought we were gonna win the title, was it December? But we we really and truly deep down we knew. Joke team. It's, it is what it is. Um, got a question from Itun Speaks. Can someone on the pod explain to me why Dan James starts games for this club? Passion and pace is, is is my is my is my opinion. He's passionate. He works hard and he's quick. 
really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Ollie's just a drunk, isn't it? <laughs> Ollie's drunk, but you know what? It is what it is, man. It is what it is. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Why is it that no one can say that alone? Someone always has to like... <laughs> Someone else has to jump on as well. Have you, seen, you, have you seen the video of it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've you should it. know why. You should know why then, Steve. He ain't seen the video, bro. Uh, just... The video, the guy goes, it is what it is. It is what it is. But why is Steve asking why people need to jump on when the actual video has the people okay, jumping? Sorry, you sorry. know what I mean? Because the beat of his own drum, I'll I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah he's still my guy though. Stevie, yeah. he's, he's been on form recently, so I'm, he's, been I'm just gonna... team. he's been cooking he's guys definitely. in tight clubs and all sorts, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there, guys. So just to, uh once again, thank you for listening. Uh Stevie, always love when you come through. Timmy, the same. Uh loving that ring light, brother. Don't 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 I'm lose on. it. Don't lose it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking right. nice and dark, fam. Good chocolate right here, fam. <laughs> no comment. Right, Mariah, no you comment. have to, you have to, um, you have to get the video for this one, fam. Yeah, I'm wasting effort. To, yeah, just uh, the, uh, the outro, the outro. Yeah, yeah. Show, yeah. yeah. Good chocolate, right, fam. <laughs> nice one, lads. Uh, All right, sweet. All right, peace. Rashford, he's in here. He scores. Marcus Rashford. Takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you. Guys in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, my bang over. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Ready! Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Sports Social Podcast Network.